Welcome to Paper Talk, a paper lover's podcast, a place to connect with crafters alike in hopes to inspire and elevate your craft. We are your hosts, Josie and Janet. And I'm Crystal, and this is Story Hour. Now cue the confetti and let's get this party started. Well, hello there, ladies. How are you? Hi, Crystal. How are you? Good. It's so good to be back for story hour number two. This is going to be episode, what episode are we on right now for season two? Three. Episode three. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Look at this season go. Yes. Well, guys, I want to get us started by... um, just catching up a little bit on how your month, how your last month went. And then I have a fun question that I think we can all answer. And um, if anybody wants to chime in over on Instagram or wherever, wherever, and let us know the answer to the same question, that would be super cool. So first, um, how was February for you guys? Uh, I saw both of you did a version of the Tell Me a Story, and you also had the uh, I Can Totally Make That challenge Mm -hmm. come out, which was super cool. Besides those two things, how was February? Janet, go ahead. Okay, me first. Uh, February yeah. was was good. I was very act, like proactive in my scrapbooking this month. I was really excited about that. And again, it was mostly because of your challenge. And then the, I can totally make that. So that really pumped me up. And it's kind of just set like a little flow. So now I'm kind of just scrapbooking every day a little by little. But yeah, um, February went pretty good for me. I mean, it was just an, a great scrapbooking month for me. Yeah, I just saw that you posted a part of your Me, Myself, and I album too. Oh, so I know. Working on that. I did. I finished the, I got the first prompt done, you guys. I got me done. <laughs> the most hey, important part of the whole album, me. <laughs> hey, even if you do nothing else, um, that's basically the project, right? So right. there you go. No. That's from you. Yeah. No, I hope to get it done. I'm going to try to work on at least a prompt. I'm going to say a prompt a week. And I know that seems like maybe lame, but it's just I'm not putting like high hopes up like expectations for myself because I have other things that I'm working on as well. So I'm just like, okay, if I do one prompt a week this month, maybe I'll, you know, catch up or something, but not putting a lot of pressure on it. It's something I am going to be working on, but um, just slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. We're proud of you for getting your first. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Me, myself, and I. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Heba. How how was that? Yeah. Thank you, Heba. How was February for you, Josie? February felt like it just flew by. Like in a blink of an eye, like February is over. And I feel like um, I, I was just creating like a mad woman, <laughs> but it was fun, but it was fun and, and exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm just grateful that, um, there's no like time clock in scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Cause I feel like I'm not even like giving myself, I'm like, I'm not putting any pressure on me anymore. Like I am just going to be free and scrapbook. Um, when I have the time. Oh, I like that. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's such healthy boundaries on, yes. on this hobby and a way to keep it fun and not like a, a job, you know, a task. Yeah. 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 I was so just thinking that really today. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you guys said that. Cause I was just thinking about that today. Like sometimes how everything, like sometimes our hobby seems like a task. Like, oh my gosh, I have to post. Oh my God, I have yeah. to put a story up. And it start it, it gets to the point sometimes where it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like where, let like I, you have to like go back to why you started doing it anyways. Anyways, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, it's almost like, I feel like we need to normalize a little bit better taking breaks like mm-hmm. taking creative breaks. And mm-hmm. I am such a hypocrite to say that because I don't ever take breaks, but that's something that's really worth considering. I think like we all face burnout. We all face uh, like, we don't want this to feel like forced. Yeah. Like definitely not. So normalize taking breaks and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to post the story. Just mm-hmm. let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Let it go. Yeah, it'll for show me, in your projects too. Sorry about that, Crystal. Yes, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I say for me, February felt a lot the same as you, Josie, where it just kind of <laughs> it came and it went, and mm-hmm. I don't even know where the time went. Like it feels like we were just talking mm-hmm. yesterday for two you know, hours, a month, a month for later, because <laughs> <laughs> we were on yeah. for two hours. I know. Chatting ladies. I know. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that you're able to chat and hold a conversation. That's it makes um being on these types of interviews and listening in on these types of interviews, it makes them really fun to listen to because mm-hmm. conversation just flows. Right. And then two hours goes by. I know. Quickly. <laughs> but all right, so I want to ask you both this question and we'll all three answer it. Okay. So just something for fun. I want to know what is something that you are currently obsessed with? And I'll go first while you think about it because yes. I've already had some time to think about this. So okay. I have been kind of tiptoeing my way into bullet journaling. Um I started with a reading bullet journal, which I practically copied Hubba's last year. And then I altered it to something different, like something that was more functional for me this year. So that's where I started. And then I started a daily journal, bullet journal, just a place to jot down notes because I thought, you know, in case something happens like it did last year, where halfway through the year, I stopped doing Project Life. Well, at least I have somewhere to record Mm -hmm. my day-to-day memories and smaller details. So I had that. Well, then I came up with a system. It's my work bullet journal. So it's kind of like a planner, but it's for work. So it's got like video trackers and Patreon trackers. And Mm -hmm. like, I love a good checklist. So there's like so many checklists and I love it. Now I'm like, okay, now I want to go even further. And I want to make a fam, like a everyday regular day planner, bullet journal style, because I purchased a pre-done planner for this year and it's just Mm -hmm. not working. (laughs) Like I've tried them all like happy planner. Didn't work for me. Get to Mm -hmm. workbook. Didn't work for me this year. I'm using the clean mama 
Uh, one figuring like, well, that can help me to get my house in track. <laughs> it is not working. <laughs> so I'm like, I need something that I can customize. And so I've gone deep down the rabbit hole of <gasps> watching bullet journalers and I'm obsessed. Oh. Yes. That's my current obsession. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, interesting. that is a rabbit hole. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> There's so much on YouTube, so much on Instagram. I mean, you can just, I mean, I didn't even know. I haven't even checked Pinterest. And I know you said that you love Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are so you much. on there looking for um, ideas on there as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so right now I'm trying Pinterest. to like, I'm trying to like decide on how I want my layouts, like my weekly layouts to look because most of the people who I'm finding that are like really big influencers in this bullet journal uh, industry are young women, like 20s, yeah. early 30s. I'm like, yeah. I need somebody who's a mom and has a house to take care of. Yeah. And kids <laughs> and practice and all that yeah. good stuff. Not someone you know, who's it, not, you know. Not you college students or you recent graduates. Oh, like I need somebody who has like yeah. a cleaning checklist as part of your every week schedule. <laughs> so I'm going to figure it out and I'll make it myself, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Great. Sometimes you just have to do that. You have to piece mm-hmm. all these things together. And um, I think, well, the happy planners, they call it a Frankenstein. So they kind of oh, take yeah. all these different pieces mm-hmm. and they have a Frankenstein planner. Kind of like that's mm-hmm. what I did with my um, happy planner from last year. So I took some of the pieces because I was just attached to that planner from last year. And I'm like, I can't let go of that divider. It's just a picture. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm oh. gluing it down to the new planner for this year. And Janet's like, why are you doing that? Like, I was doing it for like two days. And she was I thought just it was because she me. had COVID. Yeah, I thought it was because she was like delirious of COVID. Because I, I, she was doing it while she had COVID. I'm like, I'm just going to leave her alone right now. Yeah, she, we would FaceTime and I would just be sticking the old, the old planner t- the um divider to the new one because I didn't like the new one I liked last year's and it was just a mess but I get it Mm. Crystal Mm -hmm. it sounds fun Mm -hmm. yes yeah it makes I'll show you guys a layout it makes my um clean line heart just so so happy so like here's my here's my trackers can you see that oh my goodness look at that and I love the cursive did you do that did you draw those out yeah. Well, I use a ruler. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. So like that's my work one. Um, I liked your planner that you had um your bullet journal that you had in the video. You had it all set up with the days oh. of the week. That mm-hmm. looked very like super yes. organized. Yep. That mm-hmm. looked really good. I liked it. Yes, that one's just my daily journal one. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And it's functional. I don't decorate mine cuz they just need them to be functional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm with you. That's my planner. I'm just like, it's not cutesy. It's straight up appointments. Planner. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Smart yeah. girls. I like that. Thanks. So who wants to go next? <laughs> Josie, you want to go? Josie, and tell us you what are you currently obsessed with? Mm-hmm. Janet always makes me go first. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you know? I, okay, I'm, I'm obsessed. Between you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, do that, Crystal. Thank you. I'm obsessed with so many things because my mind just races all the time. It's so, um, like I just think a mile a minute, but I'm going to pinpoint it down for you guys. They kind of all go in together. So 
I'm obsessed with um, Heidi Swap's Stop the Blur. Um, I just signed up for the kit. I had no subs, and now I have three. I also <laughs> subbed to Allie Edwards' Story by the Month kit. Again. And I subbed, yeah, I was, I was, I was cool for about a year. And then I'm like, you know what? Like the idea of going back to project life, um, motivated me to get these subs. And I'm like, um, I just feel like the studio Calico, um, the Ellie Edwards and the Heidi Swap. like mm-hmm. I want to do it all. I, and that's like kind of crazy, but I think it's fun being able to choose where you want to put your pictures. Like I made a project life layout and I was like, Oh my God, this is so fun. Why haven't I been doing it all these years? Like I loved my first album, but I just never went back to it because I discovered all these different ways of documenting. And now I'm like, gosh, I love project life. I love the look of it. And I also love the look of like the whole planner with the photos, the memory keeping. Um, so that would that would be my answer. I'm obsessed with memory keeping, I guess. <laughs> or subscriptions at the moment. Correct. I better keep working. Yeah. <laughs> I better not retire like I keep saying. I'm going to retire in 5 years. I'm going to retire. I'm going to re- retire. But I think I think that's a good I think you got three good good subs there. I mean, I think that you'll do good with those three. You know what I mean? Yes. I hope. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how they also, between the two, well, between the three of them, mm-hmm. they let you dabble in all of those different parts of those of mm-hmm. memory keeping, right? So you've got Project Life, which tends to be a little bit more structured. And um, there's, not that there's less decision-making, but it sometimes feels like there's less decision-making that you totally. have to to mm-hmm. do with project life versus um, the Heidi swap stop the blur, which is a little bit more like free form. Um, mm-hmm. There's more of the embellishments and playing with paper mm-hmm. versus the like, I don't know, to me, project life sometimes is just primarily photos and words. Yeah, and right. then like when I look at the Heidi swap, stop the blur, projects they're so beautiful and they allow you to play with paper and that's really fun so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that you would get subscriptions to both of those types of scrapbooking yeah i like that cross my fingers it works (laughs) we'll cross them too we're (laughs) crossing thank you i know i was telling last episode i'm like janet i'm gonna pray you find your (laughs) i'm gonna pray you find your uh what was it, October Daily inserts? Yeah, I have no my October Daily album. Yeah, I oh, your album, found yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you uh, find it? No, it. I cannot no, find it. it. It has to be somewhere in my daughter's closet, probably. Probably <laughs> so won't find it. Still in my ten years from now. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I probably won't find it for daddy. Okay, so is it my turn? Yeah. Now, it doesn't have to be crafty related, right? Because I don't think I'm currently obsessed with anything crafty at the moment. I've been kind of just like, you know. Okay. So lately, friends, (laughs) I've been obsessed with the YouTube ambiance channels. Have you guys, you guys know what those are? The ambiance channels? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. I know. Send them to me. Okay. 
Okay. So right now I'm obsessed with that. So basically what it is, um, you just like usually my a big obsession has been a mountain home ambiance because, you know, my dream is to live somewhere in Montana or Wyoming in the mountains, you know? So I always like put that up and it gives you different scenes of like, you know, snowy mountains or like snowy mountain homes, or sometimes you can do a whole scene, a scene of like the Tetons and just different valleys and stuff. So that's what I'm obsessed with. I swear to you every single day for like the past, I don't know how long, Josie, I've been doing it for a while. I've just, it just, I have to put that on to make me like make myself feel cozy. I'm what's playing in the, what's playing in the video like music or like nature um, so, well when you have like the the Teton one it's usually like like uh, uh like very like sounds that like kind of go towards like vibration like high vibration or like you know wildlife rivers or if it's a snowy theme you hear like snow falling or something you know what I mean it just depends what you put on but usually when I do like the home ones, it's usually you hear like crackling fireplace. You know what I mean? Crystal's looking at me like I'm insane. No, I mean, we saw those at like, Christmas time. Like, yeah, yeah I yeah. can see that during the holidays. No, I mean, <laughs> you know what? It, they have all kinds of ambiance and it's really, I think maybe because I, I, I love just, I just love it. I don't know, you guys, I'm obsessed. I feel like you should talk about this in your Instagram stories so we can see yeah. what it's like. I'll Put show you one tomorrow. on for us. Put one I on will. for us. I will Do tomorrow. <laughs> I'll show you because I think, I mean, it's so cute. I love it. It just yeah. brings me like good vibes and just, you know, if like, if I don't have it on, I just don't feel like I started my day right. It is so weird. I'm obsessed. Hmm. Well, it is weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Crafting community. <laughs> once you see because they like for halloween they have like like when fall starts to come they have harry potter ones oh yeah see, so they have like I've harry never watched potter. any of those how have you not i've been do i did it last year for halloween like i would always have like a harry potter they would have like hagrid's home or like mm. inside the lunt the cat the the main the main mm-hmm. hall and things like that yeah hey, we should have a harry potter party next year like around halloween oh that would be so fun yeah but i'm just saying crystal you would you would love that no you'll have i'm i'm serious you'll have to share it with us tomorrow and then everyone in the crafty community will now go down the rabbit hole of yeah we followed you you for tea so we'll follow you exactly i wish i could have said tea right now but i switched it because i'm still obsessed with tea so that's i thought she was gonna say tea i i I thought i'd change it because i don't want people to get tired of me and my tea talk but i'm still obsessed with tea i just placed another order you did boy i did i ordered the tea right here yes i'm drinking the paris right now too Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered the bags that come with 50 sachets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You have plans? Tell her what you're going to do. I have plans, Crystal. In case oh, you boy. don't know, I got plans. And my plans are, okay, instead of buying all the tins, I've talked about this, so I think maybe you heard it. Um, instead of buying tin after tin after tin, well, I already have the tins that I like, so I'll just buy like the bags of the sachet and just put the nice you know put some in the tin to refill it and then put the little baggie away in my pantry so it looks cute in the tin and i just keep refilling the tins sorry guys so i'm not buying you know tin after tin i would totally do that too 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, good mm-hmm. idea. Oh, I yeah. thought so too. I'm yeah. gonna do that as well. Well, you get fifty sachets for like fourteen bucks. Yeah, it's a better it's a better m- deal. Way more cost effective when you mm-hmm. buy it in bulk. So yes, yeah, I don't blame you on that yeah. at all. So, ladies, let's talk about some storytelling trends. How are people telling their stories today? Um, I know. So this is coming out in the beginning of March. So um, the Day in the Life documenting day. I feel like Day in the Life is really the only really big scrapbooking community project that I am aware of at this point. There could be other ones that I'm just totally off the radar for. But Day in the Life is happening on 3-10. So that is uh, Thursday. It's the second Thursday in March. Mm. And um, the Day in the Life project, for any of our listeners who don't know what that is, that is a project that is run through Allie Edwards. She developed it. And um, you document one day of your life, kind of a deep dive into what does one day look like? Some people document on an hourly basis. Some people use different types of prompts, like what are you eating on this day? What are you watching on this day? Those types of things. And then typically there is a second day that you document in the fall. So then you get two kind of deep dives on a day in a year. So the first one's happening in March, almost the middle of March. Mm -hmm. Um, I am planning to participate in day in the life. I said I was not going to, and then I bought all the product because, you know, so now I will be participating, but not actually on the 10th because it just so happens that, um, mm. I am getting my wisdom teeth extracted that day. So oh. I will be on drugs in my bed. <laughs> Unless Aaron does it for you, that would be hilarious. He'll be like 10.49 a.m. Crystal is going in. And then when you come out, Crystal is now out on drugs. And this is what she's saying. Oh, my God. Crystal, good luck. A huge face. Have you seen those videos of, you know, the people coming out and they're like really – you know, talking like, crazy. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. Like when I, part of me is like, Aaron, videotape me. And part of me is like, I don't want to ever see that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I said it to me and Janet, we want to yeah, see. <laughs> I do. I think I remember, was it Heidi Swap? She, I think her daughter Quincy, was it Quincy that had it done? Not till like a year, maybe two years ago. And she like shared nice. it. Remember that? You got to document yeah. it for the project life thing. Yeah. Crystal, it has to be done. <laughs> oh, it has to be done. <laughs> it was oh great. My God. It would be really interesting. Like if it were Aaron who was getting it done, I would still document that day and he would yeah. definitely be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But because I'm the primary like photo taker and the one with the memory to, to do it, <laughs> like it probably wouldn't happen. But he'll definitely take some pictures and probably videotape me and he probably (laughs) (laughs) that's great so anyway so that's the the big the big project for march i know that um the 100 day challenge is also in progress right now that started oh i don't even really know the the actual day but in february is when it started 
Um, and that's a project where you pick one small thing, typically creative, one small creative thing to do every day for a hundred days. Um, and it's really meant to help jumpstart creativity and get you in the habit of being creative every day. Cause mm. a lot of us fall off that bandwagon, uh, after the first month of the year when, right. you know, all of the excitement of starting yeah. a new year has died down. So it's a really nice project to have right now. Are either of you doing the 100 Day Project? Does it look like we would be doing the 100 Day Project? <laughs> I would never know. You were both very <laughs> I've attempted it once. I did try it and I attempted it once, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a fail. And it's mm-hmm. just, um, I wish that I would. Because I would, I would choose um, practicing my penmanship, like practice Ooh. calligraphy or brush lettering. Like the only way you get good at that is by doing it every day. You know, I and like I that. just don't have the patience to do that. But I wish that I would. You know what, Josie? That's so weird that you said that, you guys. Because I was just, I swear to you guys, probably about two days ago, I was sitting on the couch watching the righteous gemstones and for some reason it just came into my mind i would love to like do that learn how to do the calligraphy i think that's a something doesn't who sells those those products to learn how to do that target has a book i've been do wanting they? to buy it i also would like to learn calligraphy maybe yeah, that's something I know we that can do together that. we should do one of the months and like challenge each other to like you know, practice so. and then that create like a scrapbook layout or, you know, any type of layout, like a challenge, how you offer the story, yeah. our, like I our journey that. and doing our journey and like practicing lettering. No, like I'm serious. I really want to do that. I will just it, tell you, there is like kind of like how Crystal's going down the rabbit hole of bullet uh-huh. journaling. Yeah. I've gone through the rabbit hole of um, lettering because there's so many different, you could do like brush lettering. And you could do calligraphy. Um, and then there's different like crayons, like it just it get ink pens, like it just you see my whole drawer of like pens. Yeah, That's I ain't going down that, that road. Well, I mean, we could do some kind of challenge. Maybe we can do it for April. Yeah, that's and fun. that gives us a chance to like get some supplies in place. So um, you said Target. Was that? Yeah, Target. Target. Well, I mean, they, I that's been a while. It's been a while, but I'm pretty sure they still have it in like their craft section, like not in the books. It would be like in no in the craft section. Okay, craft I'm gonna section. do that. I'm gonna. I just I've want got a to lot see. of books. I hate to admit, but do you? Yes, because when you're you buying the pins, you're like, I need the book because I need <laughs> I need it to teach I just, me. <laughs> I just want like a really simple one. I just want to see if my penmanship. Um, becomes like it can get better do you get what i'm saying because i have sloppy handwriting so i wonder if it would help yeah i think that's a that's good exciting idea. i like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i do too <laughs> we'll have to it's have a, a fun name right yes with us. <laughs> right with us <laughs> we'll have to um, think of one yes i forgot to ask you are either of you doing the day in the life project uh-uh. I did not buy no. any of it, but I feel like I want to try it. It's only one day. That seems like so doable. I tried to do last year. What was it? Week in the life. I I mm-hmm. didn't even do one page of it, but mm-hmm. one day. What's, Here's an easy way to do it. 
Yeah. And sure. you can always decide later if you actually want to put it in a book. You could simply, um, like probably what I will do is I will set alarms on my phone for like eight to 10 hours of the day. So like every hour there'll be an alarm that goes off. And when the alarm goes off, I will take a picture of whatever it is I'm doing. Oh, throw that into my Instagram stories with a little small caption of like the time. And here's what we are doing. So then it captures it inside of your Instagram stories for like your viewers see it for 24 hours, but you have access to it forever. So I've done that before and then gone back in and pulled those same pictures and all of my journaling is done. So all I had to do was just throw it into an album later. But if I never did, it's still there. Like, yeah, you could do it two yeah, days later or whatever. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good idea, Crystal. I appreciate you sharing that with us because that seems doable. Mm-hmm. Josie, do you, well, do you, you don't need necessarily need to have the product, right? Well, Josie, mm-hmm. you have all those cards. Maybe you could use some of your cards that you yeah, have. Yeah, I was thinking Allie of using my Ellie Edwards yeah. kits for that. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Don't make me want to buy a kit now. I've never bought an Allie Edward kit. I've only bought in December daily things. Like besides that, but like you have Project Life cards, don't you? I know. Yeah, but not Allie Edwards. Now I feel like I have to. Like I need to jump on this wagon here. Okay, hmm. hold on. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to buy the digitals because you can print them instantly on your eco no, no. tank. I mean, like, kind of now want to subscribe. Oh. Yeah, join I'm me. Thinking about this, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of <laughs> want to sub now. <laughs> See, and she was calling me crazy. Well, listen, uh, Crystal. You, if in case you don't know, because of Josie here, I now am a subscriber to Studio Calico's Documenter and Traveler's. What is it? Traveler's Notebook Kit. Mm-hmm. Both of them. <laughs> Both. Oh no! Like why? <laughs> I just get so oh, excited. Yeah, you do. So and it's excited. cute. I love it though. It's contagious. Yeah. Crystal, we wasn't just I just talking about, about that to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Janet, like we're all reading each other's minds right now because oh, we were, weird. before you hopped on, we were just talking about how like scrapbooking and the love of scrapbooking, it's just contagious. Yes, it totally is. I know that's weird. That's kind of weird. We're kind of reading each other right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Calligraphy (laughs) and now contagious. Yes. So do you guys know of anything else that's going on out there in the crafty community? Josie? Yes. Um, I seen an email from Ellie Edwards, pieces of me. Oh, yes. Is that like later on? Is that in April? Mm -hmm. Or I don't even know. I don't know anything about it. So the pieces of... What is the the overarching name is there's an overarching name and I am drawing a huge blank on it. Um, But within this overarching umbrella project, there is pieces of me, pieces of home. Now the new one is pieces of the past. And then there's going to be another one later in the year. So uh, it is a week long documenting journey where every day there is a prompt that helps you think about a photo if you want to include a photo and a story or something to journal about. So like the original one was pieces of me. And the idea was to, uh, it was kind of like a self-portrait type of documenting project. So you would take a picture of your feet and a picture of your hands and a picture of your 
face, um, your whole body, you know, all just all different pieces of ourselves. And then um, it opened up the opportunity to talk about those different pieces and to really look, you know, to start to develop some self-love for the different pieces that make us who we are. So that was the original project. And I believe Allie did that one back in 2020. So then in 2021, she did pieces of me for a second time and then did pieces of home. So took that same idea and said, okay, well now I'm going to give you seven prompts for your home. It could be the front door or just, I don't even think it was front door. I think it was just door. So you just could pick a door in your house and tell the story of that door. Or it was a table. Um, I forget what the other ones were, but there was a, a lot of different prompts for the house and different things you would take pictures of in your home. The new one that's coming out, um, the kits and the, the product has shipped out and the actual project takes place in the beginning of April. So that is going to be pieces of the past. Are you going to do and that? One, I am going to do it. Yes. What? Well, okay. At least I bought the product, so <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> That's my MO. I'm like, oh, Allie, you released a new product. I'm not buying it. And then you see it and you're like, well, I guess I'm buying that. <laughs> yeah. And I think even uh, the pieces of me, like, I think um, one of the journals, I, I, I could be wrong, but I want to say it was very reasonable, like $7.99 for oh, a traveler's yeah. notebook. I was like, gosh, this is so reasonable. Like, why I should do this. Mm-hmm. It's such a good project. And it's one of those that that you can really do at any time. So like I purchased the pieces of home last year, but I never did it. So it's still sitting in my stash to do, but it's something that I can do anytime. It doesn't have to be that week or, you know, and now I've missed it. So it's gone. (laughs) Kind of like your day in the life. You're doing it on a different day. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Like I love that. I'm not as much of the whole, like the whole community is doing it together and rah, rah. Like I don't, I won't get that, <laughs> but I can still, for my own sake, I can still document that, you know? Yeah. I was, um, um, one more thing I was thinking about. Um, I saw an email. I might've been studio Calico, but uh, Laura was doing, going to be doing something. She, gonna, she was going to have a class. Have you guys seen that? Laura Wanzik. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So she's doing a class um, about uh, – it's it's kind of like a, self? like a mental health type of thing. Like, Because um, she is a therapist in her real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she does. Yeah. And so she's bringing her knowledge of therapy into the scrapbooking world and created a class that is about that. Um I haven't actually looked at any, like what the lessons are going to be or anything like that. I know it starts sometime in March. You're right about that, that the beginning of it is in March. Um, and I know I've heard a lot of people talking about it being a great companion class to the one little word class that it's mm-hmm. going, okay. the themes might not be exactly the same, but kind of a similar idea of like looking into ourselves and and talking about you know, how can we love ourselves and how can we acknowledge our past and that kind of thing. So I think it'll be really, I think it'll be a good class. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, right? Another question for you, um, yeah. Crystal. What about the pieces of childhood? You said Ali Edwards does that. Is that so done at a certain, a certain time of the year as mm-hmm. well? 
Yeah. So that one is going to be a week in, that's the one that'll be the week in April. I don't okay. remember which week, all week in April. And the way that it works is for the community involvement is every day is a prompt. So it might be, and I don't remember what they are, but it could be like a uh, favorite toy. I know that was one. So maybe Tuesday is favorite toy and the community will be documenting their favorite childhood toy at that point and sharing those stories if they choose to, or, you know, keeping them for themselves. And it's just a really great way to document all of these different pieces of our lives Mm -hmm. and in almost bite-sized pieces, because telling seven stories in seven days is pretty manageable in that moment of time. That's not sustainable long-term, but seven days we can do. Um, So I think that'll be really cool. I have a question for you, Josie, because you're on, you are on Everyday Explorers um, creative team. What is the mini, mini book maker? I'm just going to say this wrong. Mini makers book. No, mini book makers. It's like the club, right? Isn't it the club? (laughs) Yes. What is the theme for this month? For March... The Mini Bookmakers Club 12, yes. it is uh, This Sparks Joy. So mm-hmm. something that brings you joy. Mm. Scrapbooking, you know, whatever. Whatever, like, sparks your joy for you. Reading for me right now, like, I'm trying to be a reader. Mm. <laughs> Remember I made a comment on one of your YouTube? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> laughing. Crystal was sharing... Was it about a book? I can't remember what you were documenting, but I was like, well, this would work for me if I read. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now you're you're doing it. So that's good, Josie. Yes. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to grow. And, um, you know, the thing is, like, my children are, I have three adult children now, three adult children. They don't need me as much as they used to. And then my youngest, he's 11. And he's just got his own little life and he's got baseball and football. And it's like, I'm finding like more time for me. It's, I've never had this much time to myself. It's really weird. <laughs> Is it nice? I dream about those days. Josie, <laughs> you just see the look Crystal's getting. It's, she was just thinking about it. Is it. How's that feel? Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell yeah. you. I'm looking forward to seeing um, the projects come out with the the Sparks Joy mini mm-hmm. book. I think that's I'm telling great- you right now, I've already done like five pages in my book because that's how excited it got me. Like there's, yeah. if you really think about like what makes you happy, it could be even mm-hmm. little things that make you happy. And it's just mm-hmm. like, how could you not finish that mini book? You know, it's mm-hmm. just insane. Like it's just, it's fun. I I'm in love with these little mini books that they they come out with every month because they're easy. They're yeah. so yeah, you know, they're the perfect Just put size. Put your photo in. Yep, little mm-hmm. journaling and you're good to go. That's mm-hmm. good. Which I said I should also mention just in case anybody has no idea what we're talking about. Oh, these right. are like little kits that you subscribe to over on Everyday Explorers and they come with a I believe it's a 4 by six um, mm-hmm. traveler's notebook with enough pages. I don't know. Is it enough pages to do one layout a day? 
for a month or is, are they less than that? I don't remember. It's less, less than that. Less. Okay. Which is probably better. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it also comes with like a marketing card that's really just a beautiful quote. And they usually have stickers and cut aparts and just all kinds of really fun stuff. And then this whole, like almost like a brochure, I think they call it a zine. Yeah. Where it gives you ideas on different things that you can document inside of that theme. And I think that's so helpful to have when you're starting a project like that, that has a kind of vague theme, right? Like, what sparks joy can be really vague. So the beautiful thing in that is that the sky's the limit for what you can document. But sometimes that can be hard to start a project with. So it's nice that they give you a lot of jumping off points totally. for where to take it from there. So yeah. that is the mini book makers club. Did I say it right that time? <laughs> mini book <laughs> makers club kit. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of words to remember. <laughs> There's yeah. a hashtag. It's EE Mini Bookmakers Club. I think I don't think the kit's on there, but you can hashtag. Look up the hashtag. So yeah. many good entries in there. I think you're on there too, Crystal. Because I yeah, think I remember watching um uh, your video mm-hmm. on one of your books. It was so fun. I really liked them. I just have too many projects. Otherwise, I would do it because they're just they're so cute and little and. I just, I loved it. I did the one on travel and loved it. Yeah. Oh God, that would be so fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So, okay, let's move on. And um, for this next part of our conversation, I want to talk a little bit about storytelling and some writer's block. So we put out a call to our listeners and said, if you are struggling with any aspect of your storytelling, write into us, let us know what is... Uh, causing some hurdles to get through in order to get your stories told. And let us see if we can weigh in and help you out on those issues. Um, so we actually had two people write in, which was really exciting because you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know. You yeah. never know. So we had two and they're both really great questions. So I want to start with the first one, which was a question from um, one of our community members named Elizabeth. So she wrote in and asked this, how do you get away from journaling exactly what is inside of a picture? So if you're looking at a picture, how do you mm-hmm. tell more about it than just what's depicted? Um for my advice, and I'm going to throw this your guy, your lady's way to mm-hmm. and see if, if you have any advice as well. Uh, for me, I think that when we're looking at a photo, one of the best things we can do to help get us some jumping points on different parts of the storytelling is to ask the five W's, right? So who is in the picture? What is in the picture? Or what is going on in the picture? Where was this taken? Um, what, who, what, when, when was the picture taken or when was the event (laughs) happening? And the most important of all the five questions is why. Mm. So the why is going to help you get into more of the feelings part of your storytelling. So the, the the other W's, who is going to be a fact? When is going to be a fact? Where is going to be a fact, right? What is happening? That is a fact. But Mm -hmm. why is a feeling. So if you start to ask that question, why, why was this picture taken? Why was this event thrown? Why is this a picture I super love? 
and I just want to document it. Why is this individual that's being pictured? Why is this individual important to me? Start to ask those why questions and that's going to bring out more of the story. And if that doesn't help you, another suggestion that I have is to, I just had it and I totally brain farted on it. You know, let me throw this to you guys. I'm going to think about what I was going to say because now I forgot. So let me, um, do either of you want to weigh in and I'll call on you? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so like for me right now, my nephew, um, just went to Somalia. He's in the Marines. And so this is new for him. This is his first time, like really going on a mission. And, um, he'll send my sister pictures and she every now and then sends a picture on a group text. Um, I'm sure she doesn't send them all, but I'm so close to him and I just feel his, like, he's just so brave, you know, to just go and, you know, be out there and to do something that he believes in, which is this country. Right. And so um, for me, I almost feel like, Oh my God, that's a story that I need to tell. And it's not even my story. Right. But I have these strong feelings for him, mm-hmm. which so I want to put those on paper. If for mm-hmm. if, even for maybe I'll give it to him when he comes home. I don't know. Or maybe I'll just keep it for my kids to read. I don't I don't know. But um I think you you I can go two ways about it. My feelings for him and how I feel about him. Or just like what he, what I'm imagining he's experiencing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Does that help? Mm -hmm. I definitely think that's super helpful. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I remember the other thing I was going to say too, which kind of relates to what you're talking about, Josie, where you're like, maybe I'll write this story for, you know, my grandkids to read or you know, for somebody else. I think that can also help us to pull out the stories from our photos too, is we, when we see our photos, we know the story, we know what was happening. Mm -hmm. We know all of it. But if you imagine that you're writing, you're writing a story about this photo that somebody maybe two generations down the line is going to look at, what is the story that they need to know from that Mm -hmm. photo? You know, maybe it's a photo of a kid playing softball or baseball, you know, and, and we can, we can look at the picture and see like, oh yeah, I can see that this is a kid playing baseball, (laughs) but what is the deeper story behind that? Like why maybe baseball is their favorite sport. Uh, And that's something that's important to know for somebody down the line, like, oh my gosh, that's my grandpa. And baseball was his favorite sport. And he started playing when he was a little kid. Um, that's important information. It seems so minuscule, but it's important when that stuff is being passed along. So if you think about like, okay, if somebody who is not me is looking at this picture, what is the story that they need to know? Mm -hmm. I feel like that can help too. Yeah, definitely. Janet, do you have anything else? Not really, because I'm not a big story like teller. And actually you're, you're, you help me because remember Josie, I had a big question on why. Remember we talked about that. I I always got conflicted with the why. Like, what do they mean why? Or why what what does the why mean? So really you helped me. I was looking at you like, oh my gosh, this is deep. Because now I understand. And you I think I think you said I think you kind of just, you know, had the answer for it because 
why, what was the feeling or why the picture of this, these people or, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I think mm-hmm. that's actually the key, the key right there. Why, why did you choose to take this picture? What, mm-hmm. what did it mean for you at the moment? Like, I think mm-hmm. it was, was it a guitar she was spot- talking about? I think it's something about a guitar, wasn't it? In the photo. I thought it was something about your a, a photo, guitar. Janet. No, no, no. Elizabeth, I think it was, oh. I think it said something about a guitar, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I, I think I would, you would just have to be like, well, what made you take that photo in the first place? What's the story about the, you know, if it was the guitar, what, why, what's the story behind the guitar? Whose was it? Where did it come mm-hmm. from? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think why is the biggest key here? Like that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. And like, what can you, what can you tell somebody that you can't see you know like for example with a guitar type of thing like Mm -hmm. I have a guitar that I was given when I was 16 from my grandpa it was his Mm -hmm. so if I had a picture of that guitar nobody would know that right unless I said you know this was passed down to me from my Mm -hmm. grandpa and Mm -hmm. like he didn't play guitar I don't even know why he had this and maybe that's a question I need to ask him (laughs) (laughs) why did you have this guitar (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and you know yeah I That'd guess you could even like you could always interview the person in the photo, mm. you know, kind of like interview them yeah. before, like because I know like um, when my kids look back at like my December daily, I'm capturing them, but when they look through it and they see the picture, they're like, "Oh my god, remember you did this?" Or remember, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother side story. It's a whole nother story mm-hmm. that they're getting from this photo, completely different from what I wrote. And why I I chose that picture, why I I put that in my December daily, Mm -hmm. they have like memories. So I guess another option would be you can interview the person, not interview, but I mean, like, you know, ask Mm -hmm. them questions to try and get some substance uh, to write about. Mm. That is such a good idea. I don't think I've ever done that. And I feel like now I need to. Like, that's such a good idea. (laughs) I, I thought that. about that because my daughter, um, she left, this is her teddy bear from like daycare. Like when she was like two, probably two years old, they gave it to her. She's really, really old. And mm. it went to college with her. It came back. Um, she let her daughter have it for a while and they moved out and Rebecca got left behind here. Oh, and I couldn't dare put her in, you know, no. the goodwill pile. And I was just like, she is going to sit right next to me in my craft oh. room. <laughs> and um, there's so many stories to tell about this yeah. little doll. Like that it could is be so from my, my perspective of what I remember about my daughter with this mm. doll. And then, like you said, Crystal, like I could totally interview my daughter and be like, what did, what, why did you keep her for so long? Or mm-hmm. what did she do for you when you took her to college? Like mm. there's just so many stories mm-hmm. and it's just this yeah. little beat up, teddy bear you know mm-hmm. oh my gosh Rebecca needs an album yeah <laughs> she does she re- even <laughs> yeah go ahead my friend Pallavi she sent me a video no it was my niece she sent. she saw Rebecca on my Instagram story she was like and she sent me um, a video of this lady restoring a stuffed animal oh and I was like oh my god I don't think I'll go that far to restore her but definitely you're right she needs her little album that is so mm-hmm. cute. See, that reminds me of my one of my daughters has um, a stuffed animal. His name is Bear Bear, 
And he's just like well loved. And he mm-hmm. is from Build a Bear from like years ago. And he no longer has a voice. You know what I mean? He's been so like loved on that he no longer has a voice. He used to have a voice. Not anymore. But um, it just so it just reminds me, Josie, like, y- you know, that would be so cute to tell a story about Rebecca, you know, and then I'm like, oh, I could tell a story about Bear Bear. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, oh, that's so cute. Yes, yeah. that's so cute. My heart is so warm right now. I know. We all, we have them. You know, we've got baby giraffe. That's our that's our main lovey that mm-hmm. Izzy's had since she was two months old. Now she's seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll make it all the way to college. She might have to stay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, you know, she actually had one year where she said that she wanted Santa to like fluff him back up again, and I was oh, like, oh, gosh, no. Wow, he's so nice. He's so cute when he's lumpy, you know. <laughs> he's and loved on. Sweet. She eventually was like, "Yeah, I want him to be." She calls him Bumpy because he's all like bumped down. You know, and she's like, "No, I, you're right. I want him to be bumpy." That like, is so cute. That is so cute. <laughs> no. Yeah, we have to remember these stories. I know. Well, that's, know? that's right. I mean, because with yes. our kids, and you got to think about it too. We got to look at it. Like our kids are not going to know. Like I'm sure you guys, when you see your your daughter, Mom Josie, when you remember your daughter holding Rebecca and Crystal, when you see Izzy holding her giraffe and I see Olivia holding Bear Bear, we have our own feelings mm-hmm. that that gives us. You know what I'm saying? And I think they would be interested, like, I think it would be fun for them to know what our feelings were when we saw them with their stuffies. You know what I mean? That's pretty interesting. I'm seriously going to put on my like someday to do someday to do list to do like a mini, like one of those little four by six mini books about, um, about baby giraffe. Yeah. Go back in time and find pictures from when we first got them. And like, we have lots of stories. We have like, a near almost lost forever story. Yeah. I feel like a miraculous find. (laughs) Like all these different stories. Like I could totally make an album for him. That would be so cool. We should do that one month. We should do that one month. I think that would be cute. We should also do like an interview style. Like in even interview somebody. Like, you know, how when you're in, college or whatever in school like oh yeah to interview somebody like that that's another way to I tell think a that story. would be fun I would so do my mother-in-law I would interview her I think that would be fun you guys I'm uh, <laughs> are you sure you want to write that down girl no I'm just kidding yeah. No, yes. No, no, no. Yeah, I would. She's a, she's a very, she's a very cool lady. Let me tell you, let me tell you, I can only imagine the stories that she would say. <laughs> It would be so fun. Yeah, I would. That would be so fun. Well, I hope that that was helpful, Elizabeth, for for your writer's block. Mm -hmm. Um, And let us know if it helps get you over the hump. The other story that we had written in about was one from, um, I actually don't remember, I don't think I had the person's name, but one of our Instagram followers, one of your Instagram followers. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Steph. Yeah, Steph. Steph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wrote in about a story that she wants to tell about her grandmother's funeral. And she surprised her family. And I think she may have said that she even surprised herself by speaking at her grandmother's funeral. And she wants to tell that story. But she has two different photos that she's debating between. 
and whether to merge the photos and tell everything as one story or make it two or just like how to go about putting these words down in a way that feels like it's doing the story justice. Mm-hmm. Um, my advice for this and, and stuff you sent in the two photos, one of them was a picture where it was a picture from the back of stuff where she was looking out the window in mm-hmm. the hotel room before they went to the funeral. And then there was another picture of this beautiful tree in front of her grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. When I saw the two photos, to me, I would almost encourage you to tell two different stories. So the first one being this big one, the one of talking at the funeral, what that meant, what your grandmother meant in that way, and using the photo from the hotel. I feel like when you have a picture from in the moment that just really gives you the feeling of being there. And I felt, I don't know if you ladies felt felt it, but I was like, I, when I saw that picture, I was like, oh, like I can just... Yeah. Feel this moment. Yeah. Totally. Um, I feel like that picture is that picture alone does the story justice, like without even having to do anything to it. So I would almost say to get your story down, or even if it's just putting down the words that you spoke, sometimes that's an easier way without having to go into any further detail. Just what did you say? Um, or what were the cliff notes or what did you bring anything with you when you were standing up and talking, like whatever that was, maybe use that as your storytelling. Cause that was in the moment with this picture from the moment. And then maybe your second story. And the reason why there's this tug of, do I include my other photo or, or what to me from what you were saying in your email or in your message to us was that. This tree and the house are is something that's really important and that's really um, like ingrained with your grandmother. So I almost feel like the house and the tree need its own story to talk about, you know, maybe why that particular photo of the house with the tree and what that meant. Like maybe it's when you went over to your grandmother's house and you rolled up and there's the tree and the house and like, what did that feel like? to go to her house? And um, what are some memories that were made there that you're always going to bring with you? I think to me, it just, it was a beautiful picture. And I feel like it could tell its own story if you want it to. Hmm. Um, do either of you have anything you want to add in? I um, love both photos, by the way. Um, and I love the whole story idea. Um, and I just wanted to... Um, put her name out there. Cause it's not Steph. I'm sorry. I shortened mm. her name. It's Stephanie Nepshield. Um, I feel like, um, and I'm going back to like thinking about my grandmother mm-hmm. and, um, I feel like the house and the tree, like you said, has its own story, uh, because she has a picture of it. So it means mm. something to her. Right. And I feel like, um, if it were me, I would want to make a mini album because I am just the mini album girl, you know, like I just <laughs> love that. I, I, I need a beginning and an end. And I feel like 
there's so many stories that she could tell about her grandmother's house, about that tree, just like you were saying, how you pulling up. Mm-hmm. Even when my son was little, like when he discovered our home, he, the minute we turned the corner, he'd be like, hooray, we're home. You know, and that's just like, there's just these little things that she has feelings towards this house and towards this tree and just like being there, her grandmother's love. And then, you know, maybe she could tell a few stories about why like she loved her grandmother or some of the special little things that her grandmother would do for her. Um, And then towards the end could be her last picture of her looking out in the hotel and just, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like what you were saying, Crystal is like really talking about like how you're saying to us who, what, when, where, why that's Mm -hmm. like four or five prompts right there. You can answer all of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So for me, I think I would probably do a little mini album just because I'm addicted to making mini books. <laughs> there, I think that would be cute. Mini albums. I was thinking, I, I was sitting here thinking, I would think, I don't know how you would go about it, but I would think like a timeline of her time oh, with grandma nice. in the photo of her, of the tree in the house. Somewhere in the timeline, set that photo and, you know, talk about it there to the last one that she has of her going to speak, you know, and her grandmother's funeral. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see like something with a timeline because she can actually put it. It's not like this huge paragraph that you're going to write, but yet you can mm-hmm. set it to a, a, like to you can set it to where it's just going to be like little, little things at a time. So it's not so overwhelming and not so uh, overpowering and emotional. You know what I'm saying? When you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to get all the things. I want to make sure they know, you know, grandma did this or grandma was this or grandma. Did, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think a timeline in some form would, would work. I don't know how you'd go about that though. Yeah. That's a cool way to be able to, to use both photos in the same story. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Um, while you guys are sitting there talking, I'm thinking like, hmm, I like the idea of a story. Um, so like, let's say that you want to do two separate ones, that there's the one about the, you know, saying goodbye and then some other story, but maybe the reason, maybe part of the reason why it's a struggle of like, what do I do with this other picture is just not knowing what story to tell. Uh, a really good one and one that I would like to tell about my grandmother sometime would be like uh, lessons I learned from my grandma mm. um, and just having like 10 bullet points. That's just yeah. like, I mean, that's because you guys know me and I like my bullet points. Like Josie <laughs> likes her mini bar. To just say like, you know, my grandmother taught me that blah, 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 whatever right. it is. And just having like 10 different things. Mm-hmm. And then that seems a little less, you don't have to be as deep because sometimes mm-hmm. right. writing really deep stories about people who we intensely miss can Ugh. be hard to do. So, you know, reining that back and just keeping it brief, that can, that can be a good way to start yeah. a story like that. Yeah, well. totally. Mm-hmm. Like that. Hopefully we've helped her out. Hopefully we have helped you out. So thank you both for writing in to us this month. And for any of our listeners out there, if you are also struggling with a story that you are trying to capture, please send it in to us. 
uh, you can send it via direct message, right, to Paper Talk on Instagram, or there is a an email. Uh, right. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. That you can. Do. What is the email? We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be in <laughs> <Yeah>. the notes. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. You can send it in that way. And when we reconvene next month, we can uh, talk about it as a group and see if we can't help you out with that. Mm -hmm. So this month, I want to um, talk about Tell Me a Story and Document It. And uh, I'm very excited for this month's theme for storytelling. It's very light and airy. Um, I I would like to challenge both of you and myself and our listeners to tell me a story about your all-time favorite TV show. Any yeah, story. I think that's awesome. I love that. I love that. that. I love it. Because it could be when you were a child. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or it could be, mm-hmm. I mean, even like, um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think the last time I was talking for some reason, I always watch Hotel Transylvania. Like I'm just you can, to do it. You're like still with this one. It, it, it doesn't even make <laughs> sense, but it's just like it's my favorite show. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is fun. You know, you don't have to put too much pressure on yourself. And none of these things, none yes. of these challenges yeah. that you create for us are that's total. You know, no pressure at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is something fun. So you yes. would pick Hotel Transylvania, Josie. No, no, no. I don't oh. think so. <laughs> okay. Crystal Even my D. granddaughter's tired of it. She's just like, <laughs> her show is Encanto. So now like she's oh, getting me yeah. on the kick Encanto of Encanto. Train. Yeah. Right. What would you so, pick, Crystal? Sorry. Um, I'll tell you. Before I tell you, let me say this real quick. Is mm-hmm. that if you're like, okay, I have a favorite TV show, but like what's what the heck am I going to talk about with this uh. show? Here's some <laughs> ideas, right? So some ideas are, when did you very first discover the show? What characters do you or did you most relate to? Um, who did you watch the show with? Was the uh, What was it that set the show apart from all the rest? And do you have any special memories like watching parties or anything like that associated to the show? Mm. My favorite show uh, of all time TV show is Lost. Oh. Uh, I grew up on Lost. I watched it when I was in high school and college. My whole family, because this was back in the day before streaming, so like you had to be at home at the time (laughs) on the couch, (laughs) you know, and click it on at the right time. So my whole family would watch this show together. And I just, I have such strong memories of that. It was primarily like my mom, my dad, my brother. Uh, me and what whoever whatever boyfriend like at the time like whatever they usually bring them too. My sister for the beginning part was too young, so if I would have been like eighteen, she would have been ten. So it was like a little too scary for her, so mm-hmm. she didn't watch it until later in life. But she has since watched it. Then when I was in college, I used to drive home, or I would drive over to my aunt and uncle's house to go watch it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, like, wherever I need to go nearest to watch it, I'm going. Yes, mm-hmm. lost. It was like such a thing. So that is my favorite show of all time. I think it'll be so hard to beat. Yes. Who wants I to think go? It's great. Next? Uh, I'm going to pick on Janet. Janet, I, know, I knew you were. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have three, but <laughs> I have three, but for the sake of time here, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 
the one I think I could tell maybe two stories at once with this, it would be Three's Company. Oh my and gosh. That, yes. <laughs> it would be Three's Company. And I and the reason why it's one of my favorite shows, it's because it's a show that I discovered at well, it was I have to say I was really, really young because I was named Janet because of Janet from Three's Company. So there's a big story behind it. And it always felt close to my heart because my dad picked that name, which I've mentioned that before. So I have so many like, like what character did you most relate to? What, who did you watch this with? And it was always my dad. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it was always my dad that I watched it with. And, um, any special memory. So it's like, I can just tell the story of my name. Cause I've never told that story ever. Like I've said it, but I've never written it down. So I well, thought here's that, your- that I know I love that. <laughs> and I just find that very special. Cause I mean, not a lot of people, I mean, I guess a lot of people do, but I haven't really heard like have meaning to their name. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like maybe when you're named after somebody, but like my dad just, you know, happened to have a crush on, Janet from Three's Company, and there I was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could tell a lot of stories with yeah, this show. Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's one. I might do the other two that I have because I think that would be important. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Well, it's fun because it, it tells a piece of sometimes your past. Mm-hmm. It also tells a lot about um, – I don't know, just how often do we really, really think about why do we like shows? <laughs> like, yeah. we like them, they're entertainment, mm-hmm. but like, why is it your favorite? You know? I mean, I uh, maybe, I, I mean, I do, Crystal, I'm not going to lie. I do, but I think it's because I'm like a big show person. So like when yeah. there's something that comes on like a certain, it'll always take me back to um, a certain like a certain person, like for example, I love Lucy always takes me back to my, my oldest brother because he's the one that introduced me to that. And there's so many memories to, I, to, I love Lucy with him. You know what I'm saying? And another one would be like the Sopranos because it was just, it was one of the first shows that my parents and my brothers and I'll actually we watched together and the dysfunction. It just that made you realize like there's, there's dysfunction, fam, dysfunctional families everywhere. You know what I mean? It's just that, <laughs> You know, but then that show went on to it became also like family time with my husband's parents. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. it transitioned from my family to my. So like there's so much like for me, it's always I always do that with shows. I don't know why. Hmm. That's a good thing. You need more things. They're tied to do up. That. They're tied up in your memories. And yeah. They're mm-hmm. tied up in like your relationships. It, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting. Josie, how about you? What's your all time favorite show? Uh, it's a movie. Well, I have Ooh. two for different reasons. I'll say it quick because I know we're running yeah. out of time here. But um, <laughs> I love to watch Fifty First Dates over and over and over because oh my I love Drew Barrymore <laughs> and Adam Sandler. He's just a goofball, and I love mm-hmm. him. Um, but when I go to the dentist, they'll put on a movie on the ceiling for me, mm-hmm. and so. I'm dying laughing as I'm getting my teeth cleaned because I always pick that movie. That's hilarious. And then finally I started having to tell the receptionist, can you forward it to the middle? Cause I just kept watching the beginning every single time I'd go. Uh, but I really love that movie. Um, but I would probably do um, the walking dead. I know that sounds <laughs> That's <super> so <laughs> But my oldest, um, we had like every week, it was a date. 
Mm-hmm. We'd meet in his room. We'd get our snacks. Mm-hmm. And it, and honestly, it wasn't even really the show that mattered to me. It was my connection with him because he was this young adult that I knew that, mm-hmm. you know what, he's going to move out soon and start his life. And I'm not going to get that back anymore. And he'd always remind like, mom, you ready? Like, or if we were, you know, we, if if we couldn't make it that day for some reason, I'm going to record it. And then, you know, we'll watch it on this date and nobody else in the house would bother us. And we just had that hour together and to talk about the show or be like, oh my God, like, you know, when you're watching a show with somebody, like you're in disbelief over certain things or just, you know, we'd, you know, to talk about like, uh, you know, what snacks we should get for next week, you know, and <laughs> it was just fun. And um, I think that uh, I would probably choose The Walking Dead, not because it's like my favorite, but just that moment, even now, yeah. like it's my, I, I just loved being with him. Aww. That's so, That's so sweet. cute. You know what Isn't I just, it? Yeah, I just realized, you guys, not to interrupt you, Josie, I'm so sorry, but no, like, we ahead. have chill. Our children are like in different stages, but like they go. Like Crystal's children are like at that, like still the young, like a toddler. And then Izzy, she's how old is Izzy now? She's seven. Seven. And then there's mine where I have one that's going to be nine. I have one that's going to be 11. I have one that's going to be 14. And then Josie, you have yours that are kind of like they're older and they're on that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of interesting how how the we could I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just that almost we like we still bond over you know because we're moms, I guess. That and just like almost it gives me some something to appreciate more with my kids, like the memories that you're thinking of of your kids, Josie. And I'm like, "Wait a second, I can still do that with mine. I'm going to make sure to take note to, to do that. And then it kind of trickles down. I think that is so yes. beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of just love I was, that. I was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that too, because I mean, the, you're watching the show with your son where you're mm-hmm. like, it's not really like, it's not even that the show is my favorite. It's this mm-hmm. time I'm getting with my son is my favorite. That makes me so think about my parents who mm-hmm. would watch the shows that we loved and they mm-hmm. like didn't know what was going on. Like the whole time they'd be like, yeah. um, so wait, what is happening? And who is that? And the, uh-huh. we watched Game of Thrones together. Oh, I and love so that. We're oh. all like super into it. We know all the connections and all that stuff. My <laughs> parents are like, we don't know what's happening, but they still, they would come and sit and watch it with us and talk mm-hmm. about it afterwards. And it was such a bonding thing mm-hmm. that yeah, I can't wait to do that with my kids because cartoons are not super bonding. But hopefully, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh, like kind of reminds me of the Harry Potter with Sophia, and then all my kids became involved with it. So it's just like, oh, it's so cute. Yes, yeah, isn't that crazy how a show can like do that for you, like mm-hmm. have all these emotions? Mm-hmm. It is. Yes, I love that. I love that because on the surface, it's just a show, but it yeah. goes deeper than that. Yeah, you know, for it sure, goes deeper. Definitely. Now before we, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Ahead, I just wanted to mention. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to mention that um, we could always extend that to film society. Oh future. yes. So this is kind yeah. of like fun because you know we get a taste of you know film society and all that good stuff to come. Yeah. Yes, which will be so exciting. I'm very excited <laughs> for film society. I am too. I'm going to be <laughs> we nonstop. Need we need it. We all have mm-hmm. book clubs. Like we yeah. need film societies. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yes. 
Super fun. Now, before we uh, wrap up for today, I do want to give a shout out to our three chicas de papel. Mm-hmm. De papel. I think I say that wrong every time. No, <laughs> you don't. It's fine. It's perfect. Um, so I will go first. And I want to give a shout out to Jenny Simon. She is Jenny Simon Creates out on Instagram. Jenny is like a, a magical wizard scrapbooker. Like she is an artist and she will hand draw some of her pieces. Mm, I did I not do her that. Because did I do her last week? No. Oh, I don't Jenny, if I did you twice in a row, I'm going to kick myself because I must be like total crushing. Um, I don't think I did. So Jenny hand draws her stuff. So she like, she did a layout about uh, Betty White and she drew Betty White. Did she She really? She did a layout about, oh yeah, and it's fantastic. And then she did a layout about um, like one of my all-time favorite projects from her is this story about her hand feeding a raccoon, like just randomly. <laughs> oh, who? She's like, I don't have a her. picture. She's like, I don't have a picture of me feeding this raccoon. So I just drew it. I was like, oh my I God. love that. It's so cool. So she's just like really artsy, but in a, I don't know, like a really structured way. So it's not like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like a messy art type of feel. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like an art journal. It looks like an Allie Edwards designed scrapbook page. Mm. There's an artsy element to it that just sets it totally apart. So that's Jenny Simon Creates. I love that. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm interested to see her drawings. I can only imagine her feeding the raccoon. Hmm. I just bought a sketchbook and I'm just going to draw. Oh, so, you know I have so many things that I want to do. It's so, it's, there's too many to count. There's no hours have, in a day. Can we just have like 24 hours? Not 24. Can we have 48 hours in a day? Yeah, there you go. Yes, totally. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Who wants to go next? Who wants Let's, to go next? Who did I pick on first last time? Me. Okay, my, um, my chica de papel is uh, Rowy, and mm. her Instagram uh, handle is X O R O W I E G R L X O Rowy girl, and um, she's Rowena. But I think one of her best friends gave her the nickname Rowy, oh. and um, she is a paper crafter, and. Um, She's just the kindest, sweetest person. Mm-hmm. She's like your biggest cheerleader. And um, I just love her for that because she offers me true friendship. Aww. And, um, you know, sometimes the, you know, Instagram can be mean. Mm. And um, I just, I don't know. I just feel her true friendship. And um, gosh, dear. I know um, she is sweet. She is. She, she is. She, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, if you guys always, don't know Rory, you should because she is. Just she so always sweet. shares us. She always listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. and um, she's just super nice and kind. And she's mm-hmm. creative. And I love all the little um, ephemera pieces that she makes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's my chica de papel. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, she's such. She's so sweet. If you don't know her, you should. So 
my turn. <laughs> you going to go back with Mary Beth? I was going to say, it's still Mary Beth. It's still Mary I would not hate on you because Mary Beth, you know, I'm, just this... I'm just, I'm still there. My heart is still with Mary Beth at the moment. And I am not saying this because... You know, I'm just like, oh, I want to like, no, she is doing some awesome things like she is. But no. Talk about uh, her. Talk yeah. about her launch. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. She just launched her, um, is it the Paper Folks? The Paper Folks Co. So it's like her little, she's going to have a company on Etsy. Like her, that's her name, Paper Folks Co. And it's the Paper Pack, I think is what she's yeah. calling it. And you have to sign up on her, on her blog and you um get a free printable actually this month which I signed up for and it's so cute and it's just so inspirational because she was gone I've said it again she was gone for so long for a long time and it's just like she's just come out and she's just like showing like her whole like talent itself and I just love it and it just gives hope it just gives hope to like for me because it's it's just like inspiring it's just really really she's really inspiring me and just saying that you can I can do it like you know she's doing it why can't I you know what I'm saying and she just like today she shared um a little flip album of her daughter um Nadia just her birthday was today and she used um create was it crepe papers uh birthday collection what was it called was it um celebrate or I forgot what it was called but she's used it and it looks so cute so I I'm sorry for everyone out there that's like really Mary Beth again but I am still loving her style and I'm loving what she's doing and she has her Etsy shop that she's going to be launching and I am so excited and I'm here for it and I she always jokes that I was like the only person that ever like read her blog all the time <laughs> and I mean maybe I was because I would always you know respond to her to her blogs but it's because I you know I've said it before we had like I understood a lot that was happening with her because my son you know, has learning disabilities and stuff, but it was just a lot of, I just felt like a strong connection with that. And she's still, she's still helping me out with my whole creativity that I have going on right now. So I, I, I'm sorry, but I still feel gravitated towards her. I just want to add one thing on her blog Mm -hmm. in the closing, she puts like a prayer Mm -hmm. and it was just wonderful. Mm -hmm. It was so good and it just touched my heart so much. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, gosh, we need more kindness. You know, like mm-hmm. she's praying for us. She's praying for the person who's reading her blog. Like, and mm-hmm. I just, and you know, I always say this, but like, we need to bring kindness back to the scrapbooking community. Um, and, you know, there's so much going on in this world we come to crafts because we want it to feed our souls and document our memories. And so I just love, I just wanted to add, if you haven't read her blog, I definitely suggest you go read it. Yeah. Um, And then, and the ending prayer was just beautiful. It was, I I read that and I was just like, she's just so sweet. I actually read it like three times because I'm just like, how does she, it just naturally pours out of her. Like that's not forced. Like what she's telling you is what she, she, that's who she is. And it's just, just like, man, you know, she's an awesome person to know. That's what I, that's my person again. I'm sorry. if, But actually, no, I'm not sorry. Cause she's no, my friend. I love her and she's inspiring me and I've always supported her. So. Yes. And she has big things going on. So it's a great, yeah, it's great to bring her up again. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So no, there we go. You're good. You're good. Well, ladies, we are coming to the end of our episode here. Uh, before we say goodbye, do you guys have any other closing remarks? No, not no. me. Not, not really. Me. No. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on here and uh, letting me host away. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming on. Yes, like, thank you. I'm, I'm not kidding, Crystal. Like, you are like a gift to us. So yeah. thank you so much. Like, I feel like Janet and I have already like grown so much just knowing you and the starting of season two. So thank you so much. Yeah. It's just sometimes I, I know I get really quiet, but sometimes I just get deep into listening what, to what you're saying, Crystal. And I'm just like, man, she's my friend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, yeah, no, it's just more of an, an, an admiration. Like I admire you. You know what I'm saying? It's just the, you just have a way with words, friend, and and mm-hmm. I'm we're so lucky to be able to to talk to you, you know, whenever we need you. So I appreciate that. Yes. Well, and you guys are always such a warm, kind hug. So <laughs> just nice to be in your presence and take all that warmth in. So thank you. Thank you for having Yay. me here. I wish I had our champagne bottle. Well, my champagne bottle. Did you open yours? Yeah. <laughs> I probably should not have sent you guys champagne. I probably should have sent you guys tea. Yeah. I think- <laughs> but I figured you guys could like, you know, be self-love club and, you know, yeah. I don't know, have some no, champagne. It's fine too. That's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next month, ladies, we'll have our little champagne I'll, bottles. I'll bring it. Uh-huh, yeah. I'll bring it. I'm oh, shoot. I'm going to have to buy myself some then. <laughs> oh, all right, friends. All right, friends. Well, that's a wrap on today's show. (laughs) See you next month. Don't forget the hashtag. Keep it crafty. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining our show. Please make sure you subscribe. Until next time, stay crafty.